Visceralist Podcast, episode 99. What? 1999. It's 99, Matrix. <laughs> That's my first thought. The Matrix unleashed on movie theaters and movie going public. Uh, I saw it in New York, actually, with my, my older sister. Um, Do you remember which theater you were in? It was one of the Times Square theaters. And I remember, I think I've talked about this in the trifling before, but people were so amped at the end when Neo flies off. Yeah. That, and this was in a, their big theater space that had a mezzanine. Someone from the mezzanine threw their, their soda up in the air <laughs> and it landed. I was down in the lower level, landed right on me. Just cause got so and excited. it was still half full at the end of the movie. <laughs> so annoying. Cause I was super excited. Everyone was, everyone stood up and was like i don't know clapping or just cheering i don't even think it was clapping i think just like pumping their fists around and and like hugging and stuff like that man that ending of matrix especially first time you see it oh my god in the movie theater (laughs) yeah it it is like pretty exhilarating when you see it and it just starts stopping bullets right and then yeah he just missed face like uh (laughs) uh-oh Yeah, and then he fucks them up, and then it just cuts to like him on that phone, and then it was literally the the very last shot where he flies off. Then the then the the drinks start flying in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one start the ones start flying, and then the drinks start flying. <laughs> and then, but they land. Unfortunate. Um. What uh, did you see it? You must have seen it in Columbus, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in Ohio. I don't. I'm not sure why I was in New York because that if it was April, if it was April, I should have been in school. It seems I mean, maybe it was around spring break or something. Yeah, it could have been spring break. I don't think I saw it till the summer. Oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure yeah, I no, saw we it saw at the Dollar Theater. You saw you waited till it was at the dollar theater? I just ha- it just happened. Like it was it wasn't a plan. <laughs> like, nah. That's more like a dollar theater movie. No, but you must like, have been hearing about it from your friends, like how awesome it is. Yeah. Cause the dollar theater means you waited like three months. Yeah. Like I don't I remember seeing it. I don't remember any marketing building up to it. I do remember people were excited after they saw it. And I was just sort of like, uh, and that's why I ended up going to the dollar theater. Cause the friend was like, you've got to see this. It's so awesome. I was like, this probably's not even out anymore. And so he saw it for the second time. And I saw it for okay. the first time. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get uh, oh visceralist at gmail dot com visceralist at <laughs> Instagram. Uh, be sure to follow those. Uh, let's get into our preeminent segment: trifling in NYC. Um, uh, this the one I have today is one of the rare cases where there's actually a local news article written about it. Um. <laughs> um now that yeah i'll just get into it like okay so i live lower east side there's this new belgian frite uh place that opened up um right at the corner of ludlow and and rivington or no yeah ludlow and rivington um which is known 
an area which is known to some as Hell Square. First of all, I never heard of that name before. You haven't heard Hell Square? I yeah. thought that was fake. No, that's. I mean, it's it's sort of real, but it's only like. First of all, there's only two websites that cover local Lower East Side, East Village, Chinatown news. They're both pretty good. Um, one is called The Lowdown, and one is called Bowery Boogie. Um, the article I'm referencing today is is on a Bowery Boogie article, and they both of them do a, a pretty good job, and and they are hyper locally focused. Um, so like really just news about those three neighborhoods, which, you know, a lot of stuff happens in those, you know, between Chinatown, East village, lower East side. Um, so anyway, oh, wait a second. I do have a drive line connected to this. Oh, excellent. It happened in hell square. Um, <laughs> hell square. Yeah. So hell square. So anyway, the hell square name came up maybe about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago when like com- certain people in the community don't like that on the weekends, it becomes like party, party central. Right. Um, and specifically this couple blocks on Ludlow and orchard, um, huh. right around Rivington and Stanton. Like, and you know, I live right around there too. And yeah, it, the, it's, it becomes crazy packed. You've, I mean, you've, I've seen it. Times. No, that's fascinating. Cause I thought that this name of Hell Square was just referencing like some old, like early <laughs> 1900s, like 1800s name of what it used to be called. But this makes well, much li- more life was so, sense. Yeah. life was so miserable back then. <laughs> like this makes much more sense. I was like, man, are they talking? To-? I was like, gotta be old timey saying. I was like, but it is kind of like a hellscape on like a Friday night there right now if you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. You, so you thought it related to Corona? Like it being dead? Like No, no, no. no. I thought like not Corona time. Not, not right now. You mean regular like time. Before, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Before Corona. But, okay. So it is that. Yeah. Okay. Not oh, old timey. No. Okay. Um, and look, you know, there's still families, some families that live, there is a lot of young people that live around here now, but there's still, you know, families that, you know, don't like the noise. I've sort of gotten used to the noise. Um, and you know, I go out definitely not as much as I used to when I first moved to the neighborhood, but in any case, that's what it's called. So Bowery Boogie in particular does keep tabs on, you know, the hell square related issues. And this is one of them. And so basically there's this new Belgian free place called bell fries. And apparently they, uh, so I'm just going to read this one paragraph. The headline is, uh, and this is from June 2nd, uh, despite lockdown bell fries overcrowded Ludlow street with a major party on Sunday. Um, and one of the articles that uh, goes on to say Sunday afternoon saw an overflowing party for the opening of Bell Fries on Ludlow Street. It was seemingly planned for maximum marketing value despite despite the COVID nineteen lockdown. A quote Miami style event with luxury cars, DJ booth, and professional photo rigs, and plenty of horns honking. Um, and it goes on to say that a lot of people hung out and congregated. Uh, not everyone wearing masks. Um, and so that's, that's basically it. And I was well aware of this party because, uh, even from my apartment, um, this, and this has become like, 
now like where I feel old and this has become a huge pet peeve. There's this thing about revving engines on motorcycles and I guess these cars, these souped up yeah, cars. You've been you've been complaining about this <laughs> real old man style for a little bit now. <laughs> this engine revving like cacophony uh that's become and it's a week weekend thing, but this weekend, this June set when this uh so it's June second. I guess this. Yeah, this was was this last weekend. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, um, this was like top notch because usually it's like it'll be maybe around eight eight nine p.m. Um, I'll hear an engine revving. Sounds like a motorcycle, like right on my block, and then they'll just kind of drive away or zoom away. But in this case, this was like at two in the afternoon on a Sunday and the revving lasted measure, imagine a period of like hundred decibel revving of an engine. The revving itself lasts for like 90 seconds straight. That's what it was like. And there were like three of these cars. So I, I was really annoyed and I didn't go, I would, I did go outside, but I didn't go outside to check this. I just went out to the outside to get some food. I can barely talk straight. I'm so aggravated about this, but I think I said just have fluid or something. Um, but so as soon as I get, get outside without revealing, I probably already did where I live, but I could, I could see the, this, this congregation and it was, I don't know what Miami style in quotes means in this article. Like that's a little suspect. I'm, I'm sort of looking at this article sideways. Also, Going back to that sentence, a Miami-style event with luxury cars, DJ booth, they spell DJ out, D-E-E-J-A-Y. I, I have which, questions about this, your source now. <laughs> yeah, if you're spelling DJ like that, I'm looking at you extra sideways. But Bowery Boogie does do good work, so I'll, I'll let that slide. But yeah, it was like a party, because again, no one's allowed in restaurants or bars, so... And this has become an issue that we talked about in last episode with Brandon Collins. Um, you know, people congregating outside of bars. But this was at a higher level. This was like, I don't know. This is like the the ending scene of like a teen a teen rom com at the prom, <laughs> at the dance sequence to like a you know Rockefeller skank or whatever, and. Um, yeah, it was like these three cars that I could see. Now, these were like some pretty cool looking cars. Like they were some kind of souped up, like bespoke Lamborghinis or something. Um, and they were, but it was just people sitting in them, revving the engine. <laughs> the, the, the most frustrating part for me, aside from the revving, the next most frustrating part was that people were cheering after. So like. 90 seconds, 90 fucking seconds, 60 seconds to 90 seconds of just revving at the loudest rev you've ever heard in your life. And then people whooping it up. Yeah. Woo, clapping just to a loud noise. Oh my God. It was like, it was like Jersey shore. That that's a good, that's probably a better, a better comparison. It was like a party at Jersey shore. And I'm pretty sure I saw, cause I did walk right by this, this place. Pretty sure I sure I saw a Jersey license plate on one of these um, <laughs> contraptions, um, but yeah. And so to, I was annoyed 
at that point. But then to find out when I saw this article that Bell Fries like had actually hosted, like I thought this was an organic, just like oh, you know, like guys coming out, just yeah, just like Bolos <laughs> and Jenica's coming through, yeah, uh, with their Jamoke buddies and just kind of whooping it up on a Sunday afternoon. But no, this was coordinated by Bell Fries. Now look. Bell Fries is, I don't want to give them too much grief because they, they've actually had their, um, their signage up in this little space for almost, feels like almost a year. And I guess they had some delays in opening and I'm sure it's been really difficult with, um, with the Corona stuff going on and now they're finally open. So yeah, that, that's, you know, it's exciting, but to host a party, in the Corona era where they have a, a like all this thing on the street, like people going out and hanging out on the streets. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm ambivalent about it, but, and I, I don't hate it. It is da- a danger, but there's a human need to socialize that has kind of been taken away, at least in the New York sense, New York city sense. Um, for a long time and people are just excited to get out so you kind of have to deal with the realities of human nature but having these cars i don't know if they were behind the cars this article doesn't say that but um the dj booth i mean i guess so but like what that's i mean the restaurant owner knows like three guys with these three really super expensive cars I mean, maybe. Uh, I mean, maybe. They could have just rented them. But to have all the revving and DJing, like, the music actually didn't... I didn't even hear the music. Apparently, that got too shut much, down after 20 minutes. To hear the music. It's the revving. So, they, I guess they replaced the, the music with the revving. <laughs> yeah. Which, the even revving if, was the music. If they were able to do the rev in, like, you know in 4-4 time, like a, like a sort of kick drum beat... And then if there's some freestyling going on, I don't know, you know, I'm just spitballing there, but the revving was, wasn't, no, it was no good. So clean, clean it up, bell fries. Don't. I'm actually watching this video for the first time. I didn't watch the video when I first right. read the article. They've got a ton of cars out here. Do they? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even watch the video. I didn't want to be reminded, but I'm pulling it up here now. Oh yeah, there's some Porsches. There's a big red Porsche. Oh damn, I didn't see all these. This must have been oh that big truck. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge red truck that's taking up the whole sidewalk. By the way, it's parked on the sidewalk. <laughs> I definitely saw that white car and the neon green one. That neon green one has been around the the hood a couple times. But you can see all the people. I mean, listeners, I'll put a link to this video or to this article in the um in the show notes. So you can see this. I don't think this video has the revving, though. These cars look pretty sweet. I agree. (laughs) Don't encourage them. No, no, no. no. I don't want to encourage them. See, here's my... Aside from, you know, coronavirus questions and the closeness and the lack of masks, all that. But I don't understand what this has to do with some motherfucking french fries. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah. Well, Belgian fries to be specific, but Yes, okay. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. But I don't under, I don't understand. 
Uh, I mean, how is that a promotional? Like, what's that doing? I I don't get it. Couldn't they have just been giving away uh, Belgian fries? Yeah, it's like a fry giveaway. (laughs) I would love that. Um, and maybe they were. I and like, yeah, like for me, and I'm probably part of the target oh, i have another thing to this too i'm probably part of the target demographic because i do like belgian frites and I, more than that i like sauces mm-hmm. belgian free belgian free places always oh, yeah. have I was, I was looking at their website and they had a bunch of sauces on <laughs> they all belgian free places always do have a lot of a <laughs> lot of good sauces good variety and as i look at their i'm looking at their website now i see a samurai sauce i'm curious about that yuzu mayo <laughs> um gorgonzola mayo that sounds great um so and i do like supporting so i I probably i might even go there later today just to try out some of these sauces um and i'll i'll get the fries too fuck it um but yeah like my associate my initial association is first of all well first of all i didn't know that this um this orgy of noise was linked to uh bell freeze in the first place until i saw this article i see the article and now i'm like well now I'm kind of pissed at, at these guys. Do you think it really is? Maybe this article just got it wrong. I mean, yeah, that that's a question, but uh, Bowery Boogie does do their due diligence pretty well. So if they're if they're reporting that they did that, Bell Fries did put this together. I'm going to assume it's accurate. Okay, I mean, that's an, it's just an an odd way to celebrate the opening of a Belgian free place to me. Yeah, and the other thing, the other interesting thing is this place opens, there's like not half, literally half a block away from this new place, there's another Belgian free place called, Mm. it's called 375 Degrees, which I guess is a reference to the temperature of the oil that that they cook these in, these fries in. And that place, the second, the 375 place has been open for like a couple years now, and I've been there several times they also have um these great chicken sandwiches that they sell these um um so yeah i was just surprised that a competing (laughs) belgian free place opened up half a block like how many belgian free places are there in the city period i don't know two maybe maybe one more one or two more but to have two of them half a block away from each other i always thought was i was like how is this gonna turn out this is Anyway, that's, I mean, that's yeah, the one I used to go to is gone. Was that Second Avenue, First Avenue? Yeah, the Second Avenue one exploded too. Yeah, it was in a building that literally exploded. <laughs> um, yeah, what is going on with Belgian frites in the city? God damn! You got one of them expl- exploding, one of them throwing, you know, <laughs> shit out of the getting jiggy with it video. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I just don't understand how that's associated with Belgian frites. And the other one is like now they switched over to selling fried chicken sandwiches. That's their primary thing now. <laughs> they switched <to> chicken. <laughs> yeah, in fact, they they used to just be called 375 degrees. That was it. Now their official name is 375 degrees chicken and fries. Okay. They added the chicken and fries to it. Oh, it is they wild. Kept it? Maybe they should have just cooked the chicken at 375. And then they I wouldn't have to change I mean, I'm sure they're using the same deep fryer for the fries and the chicken. Or maybe not. I don't know. That would be an issue maybe for vegans, but. Mm, true. 
Yeah, you're right. 375 chicken and fries now. Hmm. Yeah. Just down the block. Wow, yeah. you had a, a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this has become, uh, you have to get like Woodward and Bernstein on this at some point to figure out. I don't know about the, this 375 branding. Fryken Good Fried Chicken. Mm. They said, fr- is that on their website? It Fryken is. Good? Fry, fry. <laughs> is that supposed to be a combination of fries and chicken? Or Ash. Instead of saying frickin', they're saying or fucking. I don't know. <laughs> Again, the rabbit hole. Oh, Man. they got thrice cooked fries over there. Got to take the red pill to figure out what's going on with all this. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, what's your what's your trifling related to this? So it was actually over there, like around the corner. It was. Rivington and um, what's that? Uh, not Allen. Orchard or Essex. So, Essex, yes. So I was g- getting a ride. Um, I had gone in across the bridge and then met some people. And um, this was just yesterday, actually. Hmm. And they they had come in from New Jersey, but they parked up there and they're like, "Yeah, we have to go to Brooklyn anyway to visit some other friends. So if you want to ride, you know, you can come." To our car, we'll just drive you over. Cool. So then we're driving across Rivington, and we enter. As we're on the outskirts of Hell Square, we get we get to Essex. I feel like Essex is maybe the beginning of Hell Square. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. And there it is. Uh, Brolo and Jenica do a couple Brolos, and Jenica, she was she was crossing Rivington from north to south. Okay. Halfway in the crosswalk, no mask, not looking at traffic, turning, looking at the Brolos on across the street on Essex. <laughs> they were walking that way, crossing Essex, and she was crossing Rivington. Okay. And they're all they're just shouting to each other while separating, not paying attention to any cars. And she was in the middle of the street? We almost she? hit her. Oh because she shit. wasn't looking. We had to stop. To be nice. Yikes. To, to be know. nice, yeah. You probably don't want to kill her. Yeah. Hit her. There's a lot of paperwork that comes with that. But that was, yeah, your hell square. This all brought it back. Came yeah, that doesn't back. surprise me at all. They were in there yesterday. I mean, it was nice weather. No masks. They were down there in hell square, you yeah. know, doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, that's like the bars around there, they, they are open for to-go to go drinks. Uh, ostensibly, they're supposed to be discouraging people from hanging out in front of the places. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if all of them are doing that. I feel like people sort of are, but then they're just taking it and walking. So now we've just become like another open container city. Which yeah, is- which, I don't know, the open container stuff, I, I think the enforcement on that might be little too much to begin with yeah um you know a lot of time a lot of times it's used to like uh hassle homeless people uh which i don't like um but in any case um yeah these these nice days i mean it's nice out today today's a sunday yeah today's supposed to be even nicer oh shit oh if those cars come back no okay it was just for the party 
still early right now. <laughs> Every Sunday in June, they're like this is. Really oh hell no! This is <laughs> this is how it's gonna be. This is great, man. Let's do this every Sunday. <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone was having such a great time, man. Yeah, we got we gotta go back. We gotta do it for the people, man. People were loving it, clapping. You saw them clapping. Ah, come on, come on. You gotta be out there. Gas up the Lambo, your, shaking your fist. <laughs> yeah, old man yells at a cloud. Cloud of brolos revving up the, destroying my delightful afternoon of watching, <laughs> watching videos about Halo, Halo oh backstory behind the Halo video game series. <laughs> oh man, no, I am gonna go to Bell Fries. Maybe I'll report on that next episode. Um, do a comparison. 375 per, per I mean, for me, I'm sure the fries taste mostly the same, but it, it's the sauces that really, that's the key part. I forgot to check the prices. That's another good one. Yeah. I the mean, sauces were a lot. It was like $1.50. I saw it. Bell fries. Uh, yeah, $1.50. That's about. That's the going rate? That's about nor. I think at $375, they're a dollar or a dollar twenty-five each. Uh, yeah, Belfries looks to be a little, little bit more expensive. They gotta, they gotta pay for those car rentals. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luxury car tax. And you're saying they're rented? You think? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. To be honest, there were so many. I when I, initially I thought it was three. When I just saw the three, I was like, oh, they probably just rented them for like the afternoon. But mm. since it was so many, like. I feel like the guy has like one connection and then that person is connected to like that car world and he just brought out all his friends. Like, hey, come through. We I got a good place to show off your car. We can do a lot of revving. <laughs> you know how you your wife won't let you do rev in front of the house out in uh, Bergen. Right. <laughs> no, it definitely wouldn't be Bergen, but uh, uh, yeah. Or maybe. I don't know. I don't know, like I know what Jersey City is worried about. Anyway, uh, let's move on from this disaster. <laughs> Stop hyping these people up. Um, so we haven't done uh, had that been me. Like, whoa, <laughs> that was a buzzer. Is that your buzzer? Oh, okay. yeah. Um, we haven't done a had that been me segment in a while, so I felt it was good good time to do it. Um. Have that been me uh, for new listeners is when uh, we take a segment or scene, general plot line from a movie or TV show. Uh, we discuss what we would have done in that scenario. Uh, like the last one we did was we did Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, um, which were pretty fun. Uh and so this time we're going to do a take off of Castaway, uh, which I think most people have seen. You've se- you've seen it, yeah. Sure, probably not recently. Yeah, <clears throat> I it's definitely one of those like afternoon TBS type movies or or TNT movies where you pass you flipping through the channels. Oh. I guess it would, these days it would be Channel Guide. God, does that age me? 
flipping through the channels. Because uh, now it's just channel guide that you would you wouldn't flip through the channels just going up. You'd look through the guide to see it's more yeah, efficient. Yeah, you'd go to the guide now, I guess. All right, fine. Flipping through the guide on your smartphone app. Back in my day, we called it an application or a saw a, a program. I think we called it a program actually. <laughs> Shut those engines down. Stop repping. Trying to take a nap. <laughs> Trying to take my first nap of the day. <laughs> um, anyway, Castaway. So we all know the plot. So I, what I wanted to do with this, and this this is actually um, a fairly well-known trope in, in entertainment. Like, what would you bring with you um, on if you were trapped on a deserted island? I think there used to be a show in England called Desert Island Discs where you talk about you're allowed to bring like five CDs with you and you and celebrities would come on and talk about what albums they would bring. But in this case, uh, I have a very specific set of parameters that I'm going to sort of alter. It's not going to be exactly like the movie Castaway, but, but essentially uh, in this one, you, you are stuck on a deserted Island. Um, It has, you very quickly find fresh water. Did I put that in here? I don't remember seeing that. Uh, I, I didn't. I was uh, gonna say that we. I was gonna demand it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the, you very quickly find there's freshwater stream. So water isn't really a concern. Um, and you're able to bring. Uh, you know in advance that this is going to happen. So we don't need to get into details of how that would happen. How you would know, but you know in advance that you're going to be stranded on a desert island for roughly two months. And you're not 100% sure that you'll get out in two months, but you think it's very likely that you only uh, it'll only be two months. And you're allowed to bring with you, you're allowed to stock up with whatever you want at a local key food, local grocery store chain, um, fairly standard. Uh, uh, but you can take one plastic shopping bag with you. So whatever you can fit into one plastic shopping bag uh, from the stuff you could find at a key food. Um, that's all you get to bring to a desert island for two months. Uh, now, did you, if you want to go first, did you go over a shopping list? This one was really hard. What are your initial thoughts? <clears throat> so it's like, okay, let's think, what would I need? So I decided I would, I would get like one of those big packs of matches. A um, big box of matches? Yeah. Okay. Wait, because I said a pack? Yeah. <laughs> yes. One bindle of matches, please. I would get at least one of those, maybe two. That but should I get an add to my list. Okay, go ahead. Depend, depending <laughs> I definitely on didn't think about that. How big this no regular shopping bag is, but at least one of those big ones. You know, there's usually a ton in there. Um, and then the water, water was key to have. I think I would I would take some. Uh, I think I was going to bring some rice. Okay, so bag um, one bag of rice. Okay, that'll fit. Yeah, shopping bags. Still plenty of room. <laughs> why the Why the rice specifically? Um, because you know it it'll it'll hold me over. It'll help fill me up. Um, it doesn't have a ton of nutrition. I would get the brown rice. Um, so it has a little bit of nutrition, but you know it it just helps. Every meal go a little further and just like uh, makes it more of a meal. You know right, what I mean? Right. 
Um, and then I would, so depends on the key food you go to in the grocery store. Some of them do, some of them don't. I'm going to say this one does. So I'm going to take, uh, a knife. <laughs> okay. Put I think knife. sometimes they do. Sometimes I think they do sell basic, yeah, basic sort of kitchenware. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'd probably get a kitchen knife plus um, like a pair of scissors. Hmm. So all of that would would still be there, and then um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You got the hold on. You got the big box book of matches, <laughs> the rice, big sort of big bag of rice, yeah. knife, scissors. Mm-hmm. Those, those those don't take up much space. You can sort of fit them in little no. cracks. And stuff. I got a knife and scissors. Now where I came into trouble was in terms of what food I would take, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to take food that would sort of help keep me full. But then I was also trying to think of something that had a seed that I could plant. Oh, look at um, you. All right. So I'd definitely take some dried, like one or two like pounds of dried beans, maybe more. So then I Dried could, beans, okay. Yeah, so then I could work my like beans and rice magic if I can't catch any fish, do anything like that. Um, so I would take some dried beans, and then uh, I really couldn't come up with it because most of the stuff at the store, you know, and I I don't have a lot of skills, farm <laughs> skills. Like, <laughs> oh come on, come off it. Don't tell yourself short. What I could grow. So the beans do the and I'm I don't know this, but do beans have seeds in them? You, you plant a yeah, bean so and you grow I it. I could, but I have no idea how to like harvest some, grow and harvest the beans. Like you can yeah. you can let them sprout, which gives them a little more nutrition. But I think I can plant it as well. But then I would just have. So okay, so where would that be? Like, I mean, it's two two months. Although that's that's a good thing. Like uh, for my thing about. You're not sure. You're not a hundred percent sure that it'll be two months. So that's actually a great idea. Yeah, you plant it. So just in case, because I don't think they would. I mean, I guess they would sprout within a month, but yeah, I don't know if huh. it would be like harvest ready right within right. that time. Um. So I've got my like beans and rice, and then potentially I can so wait. Wait before you go. Uh, how are the beans packaged? You got dried beans, right? Yes, so that's another bag. Right, bag inside of my bag. Yeah. Right, and then um, I'm gonna also gonna look. It depends on the grocery store again. Um, and so either like a first, sometimes you can buy those prepackaged first aid kits, or if that's not yeah. available, I would get like um, like the the rubbing alcohol slash or maybe like a hydrogen peroxide and uh-huh. like some kind of mm, i'm debating whether or not i was debating whether or not to get paper towels um but Ooh, probably pay, just like a thing of paper towels that's gonna i know it's a lot of space probably just something yeah. smaller like a uh maybe like a like a little gauze set or something i don't know just in well, case first aid kit would probably first aid kit would probably have 
uh, like moist towelettes, like it the little would. ones like you get at a restaurant. Right. But the, the gross, not all grocery stores. I don't even know if I've actually seen that in a grocery store, to be honest. Yeah. That that I don't know if that would have it at a key food. I think you could get, right, you could but get I could gauze get the rubbing and hydrogen alcohol. peroxide. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I'm you, bring, so you're I'm getting bring that? those two. Um, okay. Bag's getting – bag's about – I Seventy-five percent full at this point, maybe sixty, seventy percent. And then I'm banking on the, I'm banking that I can catch some fish somehow. With um, that knife? <laughs> well, I guess like sticks, sticks at the, on the island. Okay, well, like he does in, I mean, in Castaway, he does manage to do that. Like he right. does sharpen a stick, and he's he is able to get some fish eventually. Um. Now let me let me pause. What? Why a knife and scissors? It seems like the knife could do the role of the scissors. Like, what are you cutting I thought, with scissors? I thought that too. But now this is if I had to bring, if I had to choose between the two of them, I think I would take the scissors over the knife. But what are you doing with them? Anything. Anything is possible. Well, give me one example. Um. <laughs> well, I could tie them, tie like the the knife to the end of the stick too, as part of my hunting. Um, uh, okay. But the scissors, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I don't necessarily need both. Maybe I would just take the knife. Um, yeah, both, maybe just taking up too much space, but they're, neither one takes up a ton of space. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And again, like, you usually will find those, like, it'll be like the, you know, affixed to a, a thing, a piece of cardboard. Yeah. They don't, they don't take up that much space at all. Yeah. Um, and then I, oh man, I don't know. Then I was thinking about buying like some fruit, but that wouldn't last very long. So I need, I would need to make sure to get some vitamin C somehow. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Word off scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> I want that scurvy. I don't want that. Um, and I, you know, in terms of protein, I was thinking I'd get mainly my proteins from from the beans and potentially the right. fish. And then worst comes to worst, I would just I start eating insects as well. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, then then maybe I'd take like a pack of lemons or something or oranges, even though that's pretty big. Probably the lemons would be smaller. A, p- a pack of them? You no, know, like well, the how, little. Like, yeah, the little one. But how long is that yeah. going to last you? Like those maybe not. Going- However, they have seeds, and I was like, maybe I could plant the lemon tree. Uh. <laughs> but but the lemon tree grow in two months? Probably not. It won't, but again, you know, if in the event that you're there longer, like that's good for long-term planning. Right. That's what I, that's, so that's why I think that's actually like, I, I definitely don't have anything like that on my list. Like, um, but, uh, you, and, and then going back, how are you going to, what are you going to, okay. So if there's a freshwater stream. Um, this is unlimited clean drinking water. What What are you going to use to hold the water? Just your hands? Are you going to bring any um, sort of? I mean, potentially. There's like. Don't say a coconut. <laughs> there's no coconut. I was, was going to go for the coconut. Um. Hopefully uh, okay. Just... Fine. In In Castaway, there is there is coconut, so we could Something say fine. I could use there. Uh, like a, I don't know. I'm make like a vessel out of leaves or something. 
Yeah. I mean, worst comes to worst, you can use, you can always use your hands. That yeah. shouldn't be a problem, really. It's just a little more inconvenient. It is, but. And then what are you doing with the matches? Um, To light fires. To But just for warmth? Because for it doesn't warmth. seem like you have anything to cook anything. For warmth, yet. for cooking, for cooking. Well, I'm, I have to cook my rice. In what? And I'm, I'm hoping. Don't say coconut. A, I was going for the coconut again. I got my <laughs> coconut bowls. Like I gotta, I'm gonna make make use of nature over there. And you're okay with everything having the, the slight taste of coconut? <sighs> Not I, really, but I have to <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> I mean, Thai coconut rice, I think, is is a thing. You don't it have is. the Thai seasoning with you, though, of course. No. <laughs> No, unfortunately, I do not have that Thai seasoning. Right. Uh, um, and I think that's that's about it. I, yeah, I don't you're, know. It's like I think my bag is full at this point. It's pretty full with the yeah, definitely with the 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 thing of lemons, which I don't think I think those especially the small lemons. I think maybe two weeks they'll still be good. The seed, the seed part, I think, is a good idea. I mean, you might as well try. Right. Also, yeah, it would just like help keep my mind occupied on something else. Yeah, that that's a key thing. Like keeping, yeah, keeping your mind occupied. I mean, I think in Castaway, well, he has Wilson at some point, but. It seems like it developing some sort of exercise regimen. I so I was watching. Um, there's this reality show called Survivor Man. Have you ever yeah, seen it? yeah. It's actually it's funny. I I first saw that show on a plane. Uh, randomly, some long plane trip. I really liked it. Like the premise is this guy, who's like a survivalist expert. He strands himself in a, some different part of the world. Uh, that's known for being hard to survive in. And he strands himself with um, his camera equipment and some really, really rudimentary tools, like maybe two or three things. And he survives for seven days and he, he just documents his whole process and what he's thinking okay. about. Um, it's great. And I actually, I recently found on, on YouTube, he, so the, the show was on like Discovery Channel or something a while ago, but he now does on his own personal YouTube channel, he does these like director's commentaries where he watches one of his episodes and he talks a little bit about, about it. Um, and in fact, he has one episode, I'll send you the link where he tries to track down Bigfoot. Oh yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So also, yeah. So there's, but, but, so I recently watched, I haven't seen that episode, but I did watch, his commentary track of that episode where he sort of like you, so you can watch the episode along with him basically in this YouTube clip and he sort of pauses it and he'll talk about it. Um, that was really interesting. So I'll, I'll send you the link to that. But anyway, one of the things that he talks about in like every episode is like keeping a routine helps your mind from like, you know, deteriorating and helps you from keep from getting too depressed with the loneliness. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely got to find something to uh, stay active, keep my mind occupied. So I think that would help trying to grow my beans and my my lemon trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that will. Uh, okay, 
Well, that sounds good. I um, I think your plan checks out. Uh, as far as living for two months, uh, if you stretch the beans and the rice, I think you probably could. Yeah, it would be. Uh, um, you'd be in pretty bad shape towards the end of it because of the lack certainly. of vitamins, but um, specifically vitamin C, because those uh, lemons are only going to last three, three weeks tops. I mean, I can't bring like a whole sack of oranges. That is true. Be my whole bag. Yep. Um. So, do mine. So mine. You definitely did. A, <laughs> I only have four items on mine. Okay. But what do you? That, but four. that's because I want to like stock this. up. I'm going to stock up a little bit more than you than you did because you've that. So that means. Okay. Oh, well, let me just heavy on these items. Yeah, I'll just go heavy on the items so I have a lot of a few things. Um, now the matches. I, I wish I had put the matches, but I didn't. So I do have a knife that you had because um, it seems like having a good, strong. I mean, you're not going to get a great knife at a grocery store, but you could get a pretty decent one. It's going to go. It's going to be super helpful in a lot of different scenarios. I think. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know the I I like your idea of. That you know, you can either use it to sharpen a stick to do the fishing, or yeah, attach it to the. I guess find I don't know what kind of thread you'd be using. Maybe you unthread some of your clothing. You could yeah, you could do that, uh, and then affix it and and uh, yeah, but that sort of spear fishing, like use some of that coconut, you know, those those fibers. This is coconut fibers. Man, these coconuts are becoming like like the bison back in <laughs> back in like native people's uh very versatile product. Okay, maybe I'll 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 mess with the coconuts. I don't know, we'll see. But the key the, co- the key thing is um beans. Uh now foolishly probably like your dried beans thing is a way better idea i was thinking more cans of beans okay because they'll i mean dried beans will hold but you have to cook them you can't really just eat them and because i didn't think about matches um i wasn't planning cooking anything so i was thinking of the cans of beans with the built-in you know lid lid remover thing okay like the pull top Cans of beans. Uh, I'll vary it. Get some variation with black beans. Probably black beans are really nutritious, um, and just vary a couple different cans because I think I can fit. If I can fit eight cans of beans in there, into I mean, or probably six is a little bit more reasonable because I need room for some other stuff. If I can get six of those like pint-sized cans of beans. And I ration them because there you got, you have carbs, um, somewhat from the beans itself, but also from the liquid that is uh, they're encased in is usually some sugar in there. Um, you have the new some nutrients. Um, I would go grab my can of beans from the shelf that I have close to me. Let me, in fact, let me do that. Hold up, <laughs> one second. <laughs> Let's see what you got in here. Okay. All right. This is a can of uh, Trader Joe's black beans. Can you hear me, Eric? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So, 
looking at the nutrition info, we have so some sodium in here, which is also good. You're going to need that. Uh, total sugars, okay. Well, there's zero total sugars, so I was wrong about that. <laughs> mm. But there's protein, 5 grams. Sodium, 130 milligrams. There's calcium in here, and there's iron, and there's potassium. Mm. There's fiber. Okay. So, you know, not too shabby. Um, not nearly Better. enough. And I actually am surprised that the sugars aren't in here. I was thinking of bringing some Bush's baked beans, too. No, I know there's sugar in that. Oh, you want the baked beans. Yeah, I'm bringing some, some Bush's baked beans. That's a good choice. That'll be, my, that'll be a treat. My treat. Um, but the key thing that I think you may have overlooked... Maybe you Wait, thought how about many cans it. of those do you say? You so I'm saying, I can, I, in one bag, I can fit, I can fit six of these. Okay. And this is six, yeah, sixteen ounces or fifteen ounces, right, per can. And these will last me as long as I need, it. as long as I ration them out. If I make a schedule for two months, I, I mean, I'm going to be pretty tired, <laughs> but you know. I'm not going to have a lot of energy to move around, but it will keep me alive for two months, I think. <laughs> you know, 60 days, six cans. I have a lot of energy. Wait, wait a minute. So six cans for 60 days. So that's 60 divided by, so it's 10. So I need each can to last me 10 days. That's a long time. Yeah, actually that... <laughs> Okay, hold on. You're eating like two spoonfuls a day. <laughs> so if I if I just divide this up by into tenths, yeah, that's that's not a lot. <laughs> but okay, well let's let for the vitamins. What I did think of vitamin gummies. Oh, huh? Huh? Okay. Because I what I'm thinking is get just get a a vitamin multi a multivitamin gummy and specifically gummies because there's again, sugar in those, but also I can empty them out into the bag. Like, cause they, I think they come in like pill bottle type things. I'll just open those, empty them out into the bag. Now they can squish around as they need to. And I could, <laughs> I could fit a ton of them in there. They can squish around the cans of beans. Um, okay. So maybe I can fit True. eight cans of beans in they there. Hmm. <laughs> And then, <laughs> so what do you think about that? Vitamin gummies? What do you think? I think it was a good idea. It's clever. I mean, the, the, the gummies just sloshing around is a little interesting, but it's good that they're there. I mean, that, that is a bit of a cheat. I should have thought about that. It's a tiny bit of a cheat, but I think that way you, you can fit so many of them in there, in the bag. Um, and that way, maybe I can get even, you know, I can... Eight, eight of these cans in a bag? Yeah, that's tight. But, you know, if my only other thing is a knife, the gummies, and this third item, and this fourth item that I haven't mentioned yet, uh, then I think, uh, you know, I can get, I mean, and then if it's, vo like, all I need is, if it's 60 days, let's say bring out 100 of these gummies, I have one a day, and a couple just in reserve, just in case. You know. Yeah, I think the gummies, that was a clever idea. I like it. Okay, so the fourth item is one single roll of toilet paper. Yeah, I was, I was debating this too. 
<laughs> because I mean, my thing for me being stranded is look, I I like my creature comforts. I like I like my I like being cozy. I like being comfortable. This is a pretty bad scenario getting stranded on an island. I want to have some, at least some of the comfort, at least one of the comforts of home, just to keep me. Because if I'm, if I'm all nasty, that's gonna fuck up my my psyche. Be even worse than like listening to revving engines for you know nah, three hours straight. Yeah, then you would you would be missing those revving engines. <laughs> like yeah my mind is just replaying revving engines as i'm slowly going crazy over the course of these two months so i mean look the 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 thing with the toilet paper though is it is somewhat versatile like it can function as the gauze that you mentioned in case of injury Um, i do wish i had thought about the hydrogen peroxide or rubbing alcohol that that's a great idea too actually because you know as your clothes wear and tear and you're maneuvering around trying to get coconuts and you know sharpening up sticks the likelihood of you getting cut is probably pretty high i mean trying trying to find somewhere to sleep with this cave too uh you know you're sleeping on the ground in all likelihood there could be uh is there do you hear that water is there water running yeah the sink is going Oh, that's the water. Okay. Um. So, sleeping on the ground, getting bitten by bugs, is an issue. Now, that's only going to be a minor bite, but you know, getting any anything into the cut. Anyway, the point is, if you start wrap, scratching too much, anything, yeah, yeah, start scratching too much as you're going crazy because you start to see see bugs on your arms, maybe. Um. Um. It, it'll be helpful to, to wrap that up. I don't know. Like I primarily thought of using the toilet, bringing the toilet paper for its design purpose. Uh, but but it's versatile. True. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, like I I believe in that in Castaway, he had to he had a tooth that started going bad and he, that he had to sort of manually remove with the end of um, an ice skate. I think. Oh, so right. then, you know, having the toilet paper to pack that in, so that it doesn't you don't bleed out through your mouth. You know, I actually thought about potentially toothbrush and toothpaste, but I decided against it. Yeah. <laughs> well, those wouldn't take up too much room. Yeah, true. You could do that. You could. I'll allow those. <laughs> You'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. A toothbrush takes up like almost no room in a plastic bag, and then if you get one of those tiny, I mean, you you don't you don't need to brush your teeth every day, but you do it every couple of days. You can make that toothpaste last. Uh, maybe like once a day instead of like the. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you, you're gonna need to get yeah. Then you need to get a big thing of toothpaste, and that is gonna eat up. That's gonna eat up too much room. Toothpaste? Sorry. No, toothpaste lasts. Wait, you were talking about just a travel size? Yeah, I was talking about just a travel size thing. Nah, you think I that's enough for regular, two months? I have to get a regular size, but see, but now if we're saying I can take stuff out, I can take that out the box and it takes up less space. True, and it will squish a little bit, I guess. Yeah. All right. I mean, my one concern for you, just you know, aside from your lack of fire 
um, is, uh, in my experience, the toilet paper that's all sold in single rolls is not of the highest quality. Right. That's true. But, I mean... So you will, you know, most likely well, have here's, more of it to get the same results. But there's no other... There's no alternative, though. Like, if you're bringing any kind of, like, paper, rolled paper product, uh, like, you you can't get a big... Like, in this, I'm... Uh, okay, so getting good quality toilet paper, that only comes in, like, four packs at the minimum. That eat up, yeah. eats up way too much space in a plastic bag. Yeah. And I need these beans in there. So I gotta make... I gotta <laughs> I make compromise. I need these beans. I need, to need my motherfucking beans, even though they don't have any fucking carbs in them. Oh, no, they do. Okay, so 14 grams of carbs. Yeah, and you'll be catching some fish. I feel confident you can catch <laughs> some fish. Yeah, maybe. I guess, I, I guess I'll try, because you have all day. I would, yeah, the boredom is what re- would really get to me, I think. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so trying to catch fish and learning as I go would would be something to occupy my mind um i'd probably do some exploring of the island uh-huh. like he like he does in, in the movie i mean he's just looking for it like he doesn't know when he's going to be rescued so us knowing that it's only likely to be two months is is a real benefit um that he didn't have in the movie uh, yeah i mean that that one i think would you know, look really make a big difference in terms of your your mental health and just your attitude in general. Oh, absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Like going back to Survivor Man, I mean, he talks about like you know because he doesn't bring any food with him, so he always has to scavenge for his own for his own food, and he talks about. He talks, even though he's there for seven days, and even though he knows he has an emergency cell phone or like GPS phone with him at all times, in case anything happens, they can find him, get yeah. him out. Um, and um, uh, yeah, it's so seven days, and he knows he can get out. He often talks in these episodes about the loneliness, uh, not having anything to do, keeping your mind sharp. Like he, like he talks about that a lot in like every episode. So two months. Like I guess, like it, it is. It's a huge issue. He also he talks about like if he does manage to catch a fish or find like something that's been scavenged, and he's able to start a fire and cook it up. How much better he feels, like physically and emotionally, after eat just having like a warm hot food, yeah, or just food. Uh. Period. But yeah, hot food especially. So yeah, I definitely missed a step by not bringing these matches. Didn't didn't even occur to me, but I was like, too focused on those beans. <laughs> yeah, I just eat these cold ass beans too, because <laughs> I know there's no way I'm gonna be f- able to figure out how to make a fire uh, on my own. Even knowing how he was able to do it in the movie, like, not a chance. I don't know. Do you think you can make a fire without the matches? I don't Castaway know. style. I mean, maybe after two months, but that's why I have the matches. Like when I need the fire, I light it, and then I just practice trying to make it without. But then when it's like I know I need to eat, I do it with <laughs> with that. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that'd be part of my. I guess that'd be part of my routine. Like, right. Like just practicing making a fire, but knowing that I can just light the match would be a big relief. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, where would you put my my survival percentage with with my gummies and my beans? <laughs> Not not terrible. Um, I mean, you're not using any coconut bowls or anything, unfortunately. Maybe you are coconut fibers for things for your ropes. Um, right. I think you could make it for two months. Yeah, I give you like ninety percent. Yeah, I mean, when I saw when I just did the math there on the beans and how much I'm gonna have to ration them, I'm I'm picturing myself like like sitting against the wall of a cave like decrepit and like looking down sad and, sc- and scrawny at the end of like i don't know two weeks <laughs> the problem is i'm gonna i'm gonna eat way more than my my rationing ability is gonna go out the window yeah see that that is also a tricky part about it like you really have to be mentally disciplined and just disciplined maybe you hide the food from yourself like put it put it somewhere that's really hard to reach so when you have to get it it's like an ordeal yeah yeah it's just sort of the thing thing is like i would try to do something like that like taught because i'd have to toss the can of beans just slightly higher than my reach and i'd like wind up knocking it against the cave wall and <laughs> tipping it over now it's on the ground and so now i'm like well i can't let it go to waste so i have to eat it all right eating it all right now anyway (laughs) (laughs) man this i'm gonna be i'm gonna be out of beans within the first four weeks and then i'm gonna be just eating gummies for for the remaining four weeks (laughs) 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 you you were gonna find me in really bad shape when you come on my helicopter (laughs) scoop me up I do. I like the gummies, though. The I'm gonna be eating the. I'm idea. gonna be reduced to eating the toilet paper by towards the end. Oh. <laughs> the gum- <laughs> Find you bunch of toilet paper in the your budget. stomach. <laughs> 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 do the autopsy. To just, like, what to this guy? It's gotta be the budget toilet paper too. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we can we can end there since we we got other stuff we we got to do too after this. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you know you're gonna be stranded, you know, think about it. The matches, the rubbing alcohol, those are good ideas. Something you can plant, also great idea. Toilet paper. Yeah. Well, think about it. You know, toilet paper was a good one, and the gummies. Like gummies they can squish around all right uh closing they can squish around. yes yes they can closing thoughts um eat, eat something green <laughs> eat something green bring something green with you yeah. make sure you drink enough water uh black lives matter as well yeah uh all right this was podcast 99 yeah.